fortune begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your destiny will find you in me. Set your sight in a group with pride. Try as you might, you now live to fight. Monster nor foe can fill you with woe. Enemies in sight, it's time to roll down. Welcome to Check Please Season 2, Episode 0. Dun dun dun! This is sort of an interstitial podcast, sort of an intermediary between Season 1 and Season 2. We have a couple of new characters that are going to be introduced. And uh, we felt it would be best to have a special little spotlight to sort of bring them into the world. In more ways than one. (laughs) Exactly. So, to those listening through uh, chronologically, you would have just heard at the end of season one, a new character uh, had recently appeared in the world. And uh, that character, riding in a cart, is going to be rolling into a small village. Riz. Yes. You see before you a small village. It is on the bank of a river. And... It has a sort of a dreary look to it. All of the trees, they're barren of leaves. The area has sort of a cold wind blowing. And you would guess that it's maybe sometime in the either very late winter or very early spring. Because it is still pretty much dead out everywhere. But the sun is up, although it is hidden behind a pretty dense layer of uh, overcast cloud. And the town before you appears busy. How long have I been in this world at this point? Is this a few right hours. after I got here? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. A few hours. That's all I need to know. Yeah. You appeared on a road and you just followed it because it was the only thing that made sense. I mean, why, why go anywhere else? There's a path before you. Exactly. It is simply instinct. Mm-hmm. That is what you are supposed to do. So you approach this town, which is sort of in a small valley. And as you wind down through a pathway north of the town, you can see a group has gathered in the center of town in what appears to be some sort of trade forum. And you see a crowd has gathered. There are shouts that can be heard in the distance. Uh, Please roll me a perception check. 37. <laughs> it's going to be one of those characters. <laughs> I'm sorry, my <clears throat> my perception is plus 20. <laughs> so, that's fine. I, hey, this is fine. That's that's the way it goes. <clears throat> so, you hear snippets of conversation and shouting as you approach this center trade district and You hear things like, freak, or get out of here, or we don't want your kind here. 
things of that nature. Okay. I would like to go towards this commotion. Yeah. You head toward this commotion, and you see a crowd that has sort of surrounded uh, a person in the middle of the forum here. Uh, Foley, would you describe what your character looks like? I would be happy to. Uh, To begin with, they are a half-orc. They are thin to the point of being gaunt, uh, 5'4"-ish. Their hair is black, shaved at the temples. They have eyes that are either painted or it's a racial feature or not even sure maybe they have just been punched a couple of times but very baggy black rimmed eyes Uh, two fangs protrude upwards from their lower jaw one appears to be capped in gold the other appears to be snapped in half as if it was once capped and then broken off there are a uh, a series of earrings uh, going the cartilage from the lobe to the cartilage on both ears they're dressed in very basic just black traveling robes and they do not look pleased with all of this attention not even a little bit they are they are glaring with a considerable amount of ferocity okay and how many people are surrounding this person uh, I would say it's about 20 currently. Okay. Most so, of them p- appear to be dressed in basic peasants' clothes. They, you you imagine them to be either farmers or fishermen. Okay, so this is a poor town. It doesn't look like a particularly wealthy place, no. Well, that's just disappointing in one <laughs> end or another. <laughs> so Riz will come up with their caravan, their little cart and horse... And pretty much just drive right next to the people. Hello, all of you. I look back at this this newcomer and above the the din of the crowd, say, And what do you think you're looking at? Hey, Beardy, can you tell me? Yeah. What they see? One moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Foley, your character, you see a Varda wagon. Right, like pull up to the other side of this crowd that's sort of descended around you. And what you see is a skeletal crone in silks and furs <laughs> wearing almost theatrical makeup. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's amazing. And, and the skeletal crone has sort of pulled this Varda up on the other side of this crowd of people. And they're looking either in at the general commotion or at you specifically you're not entirely certain awkward so if things couldn't get worse suddenly there's this weird looking crone looking at you yeah um i i turn my gaze from from the crowd to the crone and back again uh, as if i'm looking for the, for the nearest possible escape route uh in fact can i do i need to roll anything just to see if there were a way to escape the crowd yeah. if i needed to Certainly, if you'd like to make a perception check. Thank um, you. Mm-hmm. And that's just a normal roll. 19. 19. Okay, so what you see, uh, looking around this area, you see beyond these 20 or so farmers and fishermen, none of them really look to be armed in any appreciable way. 
maybe one or two of them have a club or some other heavy blunt obstacle or uh, instrument, but nothing that would truly be considered a weapon. Uh, and they also all of them appear to be not really combat trained in any appreciable way. So, where would it come down to blows? You're fairly certain that you could just take them all yourself, uh, being that you know you've you've been around the block a few times, and these people definitely don't appear to be much of a threat. The only reason that they're even standing up to you is probably because they outnumber you so significantly. Mm. As far as getting away from here, they have you pretty well surrounded, but you could just start to try to push your way out of the crowd if you really felt like it. Uh, well, it's how, how heated is it getting? Uh, a lot of them just seem to have a sort of a strange blanket racism toward you. Uh, like some of them are spitting at the ground in front of you or, or calling out curses and, and uh, you know, just general nastiness your way. Listen. All of you, what exactly is the meaning of this commotion? You are all acting very strange. All right, uh, just to make a diplomacy check for me, please. I would love to make a diplomacy check for you. <laughs> Thirty-three. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I haven't rolled oh. in so long like this. It gotcha. feels like I'm back at home. Oh. <laughs> all right. So the crowd is going to turn and look at you, and a bunch of them sort of reflexively either start making warding gestures with their hands or start to pray in certain ways, like just from, from like seeing you. Some of them appear to be like shocked by your appearance. I'm not entirely sure why. I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> not not a hundred percent, but I have a feeling. <laughs> this could this could be interesting. I am sure all of this is a misunderstanding. I must request you step away from this young person. And simply go about your lives as is without bothering them more. Are you so thick that you don't think that I already tried that with them? You should probably leave these to me. <laughs> I'll knock yourself out. Eh, maybe one day. What? So, are we going to listen to me peacefully and go about your lives? Or do we have an issue and I have to take care of you all myself? So... A great deal of the people gathered here are going to look between you and this half-orc, and they're going to feel like the odds are in their favor because of just how significant their numbers are. So a lot of them don't seem to be interested in backing off, and one of them is going to shout, Why should we? That one's an orc! Orcs just come here to kill and steal! If I look at this person, do they look like an orc? I've met orcs before. They don't look much like an orc. I mean, they look like a half-orc, for certain. They definitely have orc blood, but they also have what appears to be human blood as well. So they're not not—they're certainly not full-blooded orc. M- you know, probably half. Maybe less. Quite angular features. It's, it's obvious if you know what you're looking for. And That is not an orc. That is half-orc. That person you are simply discriminating against? It is very rude. Well, but... What if they were raised by orcs and they were the same and maybe they're just here to steal things and Darling, attack our village? were you raised by orcs? No, but this lot were clearly raised by a bunch of bigots. Eh, probably. Eh, not raised by orcs, as you can see. Probably trying to pass through. Like me. Because I do not see coin in pockets because otherwise... And Riz hits their cart and like a little awning folds out slightly... 
I sell fortunes, which I can give all good price to aid in your lives that currently seem a little despairing since you are dealing with someone who brings you fear. Hmm? <laughs> There's murmurs and gasps among the crowd just trying to understand what's going on. I stand there and I couldn't roll my eyes harder if I tried. <laughs> the fortunes I bring will aid you into a much more successful life. I can bring you life more so better than you have ever experienced. Now come and give me coin, and I give you better life. Fortunes are many for all who need one. Please do not bother the person in the middle anymore. Look at cart. Beautiful. Look, do not touch horse. That oh, is one thing. <laughs> yes, do not touch horse. <laughs> further, further, love of... Of all the people I could get saved by, it has to be someone like you. Darling, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then they go back to addressing the rest of the crowd, trying to woo everyone in with bright, colorful looking magic. Okay, give me another... Well, that would be maybe performance if you have it. Oh, I do not have any performances. Then I'll take a diplomacy instead. Okay. That's a penalty. 36. <laughs> I think that's still enough. <laughs> I think that's still enough. All right, so you utterly fascinate this crowd, and they no longer seem interested in the half-orc. Um, a few of them that are, like, really, like, the real strong bigots in this crowd kind of just keep looking back at the half-orc to be like, are they still there? I guess they're still there. And they and they turn back and they look at this Varda, and then every so often they'll look back and see, like, oh, yeah, the half-orc's still here, and then they'll look back. The rest of the crowd, though, probably the other 16 of them, uh, are totally enraptured by whatever it is that you're doing. I take this opportunity to sort of slink backwards very, very slowly and carefully mm -hmm. away from the crowd. And is there a tavern in this town by any chance? Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, is it somewhere I can slink to without getting the crowd's attention? Uh, yeah, you could try that. Uh, give me a stealth check. Sure. To stealth away from the crowd. And uh, you can go and try to find a tavern around here. That would be wonderful. Rolling stealth... <laughs> that is a seven. A seven. That okay. did not quite work. Excellent. So a natural one on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and roll some perceptions for the crowd. Beautiful nat one, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> At least it wasn't on my very first roll. And also, I want to. Can I just take a moment to say thank you for having me? And this is really fun to be a part of this. I'm excited. Of course. Thank you for being a part of our family. Yeah. Ooh, a little bit of Pringle almost came out in that moment. I am so sorry. Yeah, you really don't want Pringle to pop out this early. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't need her right now. <clears throat> Knew I should have dropped more points into stealth. God. All right, and could I get a a perception check from Riz, please? Of course. I was planning on keeping my eye on the half-orc anyways. 29. Okay. All right, excellent. So 29, uh, you are going to notice the half-orc slink away from the crowd and head up a back street toward somewhere else. Mm -hmm. uh, however, you also notice that a lot of the crowd also takes notice of this. <laughs> so the slink was not the best slinking that you've ever <sighs> seen slunk. But anyway... An, uh, an attempt was made. An attempt was made, and that's what's important. Yes. So after the half-orc slinks away, the rest of the crowd is going to, you know, approach and ask questions about what it is that you do, what it, how much does it cost... I give fortunes, you know. and fortunes 
How good fortune is, it depends on how good you're willing to pay. The more you pay, the better the fortune. Well, how do enough. we know it works? Hmm. Would anyone like to know who they are related to in any way? That they might have lost a child at some point? I can prove to you that. Yes. Am I still in a hearing distance of this? If you choose to be, yeah. Hmm. Perhaps. I, 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 I stop in my tracks. Uh... And, and fidget as if I'm not certain whether to continue on or whether I need to address what I've just heard. Perhaps someone you have lost in life relation-wise. A, a parent, a cousin. I can find out where they are and who they are. I turn on my heel and just stamp back, not caring about however many people are, are near me. Do they get in my way? Do they try and obstruct me? Or do they see well, the they look on my face? Well, after you slinked away, they all turned back toward the Varda. So you just sort of walk back up to the crowd. I imagine you're just sort of pushing your way through these people to get back up to the front of the crowd. I can also scry on someone as long as you give me enough details about them. Like you know them. Like you've n- lived their life. I can find them. With my third eye. I, I push my way all the way to the front and I, I very icily look at this person and say... Oh, sorry? I was going to say one thing is that you look at this crone and they don't have three eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're stuck in your ways. Okay, interesting. Ah, dear. <laughs> that tells me plenty. Just, like, not... Not my character, but me as a player. That tells me plenty about yours. <laughs> I, I I glare at this crone, not quite understanding it, well, everything that just went just went down out of character. <laughs> but I glare at this crone and, and say as icily as I can, Oh, I, well, perhaps you'd like to contact my sister then? I can find your sister. I cannot contact them. Uh, my muscular arse, you can. Go on then, <sighs> if you're so clever. If you're so talented, if you're for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can fucking do that easy peasy. I would like to use my spell Discern Next of Kin. Okay, one moment. And I'm looking for this person's sister in their mind. You can tell me her name, at least. And I can find her. Her name was Verla. You want me to spell it out for you? No, that is enough. <clears throat> For the audience, discern next of kin can scan through the thoughts of one individual and learn the names and locations of the target's living relatives, as well as the attitude of the target toward those relatives and vice versa. You learn about one relative per round you concentrate on the target. For example, you might learn the target's father's name is Jarn, the father lives on a nearby farm, and the target and his father don't get along. Since the spell reads the target's mind, you can learn only what the target knows or believes. Okay. So you cast the spell and you're trying to discern a dead relative, you said? I'm looking for the location of their sister. I don't know okay. if they're dead. Oh, I see. In that case, you you use discern next of kin on this half-orc um, in the intent of scanning for um, a sister. Mm-hmm. And it, the spell does not succeed. You find two living relatives. Okay. But they're both parents. I do not see a sister. I only see parents. Also, Foley, correct me if I'm wrong about that. 
No, that's accurate. Okay. Is your sister dead? Or never existed? Were you trying to fool me? I think you might have fooled yourself. I just look like I don't want to have this conversation. I may be a... Can I sense motive? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I guess. Again, this is interpersonal between PCs. 31. (laughs) Well, hash it up between yourselves. I will. Uh, Can I sense motive in return? Sure, I can tell you exactly how Riz is. You don't need a sense motive. They look pissed. I want to see if you're lying or something to me. That's what I'm doing sense motive for. I want to see if you've got any actual oracular ability or if you're just a fake looking to... Alright, sense motive. Looking to um, get some gold off these racist villagers. (laughs) Sense motive! I I would if I could find it. (laughs) It's in the skills. It's at the bottom. Everything's alphabetical. Okay, alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna drag that one down as well, because clearly I'm gonna need it again. Rolling sense motive. That's a twenty-one. Riz is a hundred percent telling the truth about their capabilities, however they do want coin from people nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> they do want money. Did I did I tell you enough to satisfy your role? Or do you want more from me? Oh, are are you lying? That's oh. what my role was for. Beg pardon. Are, uh, you can bluff, but I'd usually say if my sense motive beats your bluff. <laughs> they were trying to trip you up, that much is clear. Um, whether or not they have a sister, it sounds like they, they had a sister at one point, but that relationship has been severed in one way or another. I see you're not exactly telling full truth, darling. You are young, though. And apparently very stubborn. Do not worry, I am stubborn too. And talking about things that you don't understand. I understand many things in this world that you may not. Alright. Look, your pat is very impressive, but it's pretty obvious that you're just after these people's money. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I look kind of surprised by this honesty. My, My brow furrows. It's like, oh, that was easy. I could have just asked. I do not think you understand. This is my business. I am not some charlatan. I am making my living on the road, as anyone would if they were on the road. You simply trying to ignore the fact that I am making a living just like any of these people who do farming as trade, I am assuming. Do you fault these people for trading for their livelihood? Hmm? I grumble and and sort of mutter. I've met a lot of charlatans, and you're the most charlatan-like real deal that I've ever come across. Perhaps I stand corrected. Riz looks at you with a stone-cold stare. I stand corrected, then. And I kind of... uh, I... I just sigh heavily. Look, can I just buy you a drink, and we'll we'll forget about it? It's an honest misunderstanding between professionals. Of course. After I am done working. Understand? (sighs) And I will buy you drink in return. And Riz just starts hitting their cart and more little pops of area start popping out as a small bench is getting created off the side. (laughs) As they go and sit down in front of people, they pull out this fucking crystal ball. (laughs) Vil, (laughs) who wants fortune now that I have discerned such things as truth, hmm? They have a crystal ball! 
They're really one of them fortune teller types. Oh, I Works just... every time. The, Am the, I going to have a good harvest? Is let's... Rosie going to be... <laughs> The, the blood rushing to my face could be embarrassment, or it could just be barely suppressed rage. So Riz will take care of these people over time, depending on how well they pay. If there's someone who pays better, or someone who actually looks like they need more help, they will use their special skill points. Beardy. Okay, cool, cool. So well, take what you want on that end. I believe you no matter what. Okay. In that case, I'll go ahead and go in here. So you use, yeah, so you're going to use four of them over the course of this. Okay. Uh, three of them were people that paid you uh, a silver piece or more. Mm-hmm. Because these people are pretty damn poor, so yeah, they, don't, well, they don't have a whole lot of money. money. <laughs> yeah, so they pay you with a silver coin or more, and then one of them was a person who was very much down on their luck, and you took pity on them. So you give fortunes, most of them are very basic, and some of them you try your best to help. Mm-hmm. But anyway, a little bit of time will pass, and the two... Well, I, I'm not sure where is... Foley, where is your character going to go for this? Are you going to stand around and wait, or are you going to head on to that tavern? They are, they are standing at the back of the crowd, since their last attempt to slink off didn't go particularly well. Arms crossed, sulking. Okay. So, you see this crone perform, like, what is just the most practiced performance you've ever seen? It looks like this person has a, a script just memorized for all of these people. Like, if you didn't know better, you would swear that this was a play you were watching. But it is legit. <laughs> we, we've established it actually is legit fortune telling. Some with of the, it. With the sense some of, of it, okay, yeah. Some of it is. Some of it, some is, of okay. it is, yeah. Some of, it's, some of it's different. Give me another perception check, and I want to see if you notice something. I was also going to do a detect magic, if that's... Yeah, that's fine. Roll perception. That is a 23. Okay. So during this whole performance, there are four times where this crone is going to do something that seems different. They're going to take a moment and they're going to focus and they're going to do something that maybe no one else noticed at the time, but you definitely did. And you could sense something happened. Can I do a detect magic on that? Absolutely. Uh, you are able to like basically create an arc, like a cone-shaped emanation from your hand that's invisible that allows you to detect the presence of magic. And if you concentrate for a few rounds, you are able to detect the presence of magic, be it magic items that this person's wearing or spells that this person is casting, but there's definitely the presence of magic. Okay, so I, I at least satisfy myself that some of what's happening is is legit. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of my initial anger drains from my face. Still kind of yeah, not sure what this person is up to. Okay. In that case, I would like a perception check from Riz as well. To, to notice if you were getting scried on there. Uh, yeah. You, okay, so you notice that this half-work casts Detect Magic on you. Uh, especially if you'd like to roll a spellcraft. So you, you know that this half-work was casting spells, but... A spellcraft will will let you know what it was. A twenty unnatural. Yeah, unnatural, but yeah, you, that's enough to determine that this was uh, detect magic was cast on you. Would so spellcraft a, a... tell me anything about what? We're just going to go back and forth with the same spells. <laughs> <laughs> Would spellcraft yeah. tell me anything about what they're up to? 
Absolutely. Go ahead and give me a spellcraft, and I will tell you what the best the information you have about this situation. That's a 21. So there, you don't think that there's any formal spellcasting going on over there, but there's definitely something magical happening, but it's not spellcasting. Okay. This is this has certainly caught my attention. So there's definitely a quick side eye when Riz notice you cast a spell for detect magic, a smirk, and then they continue doing their job until everyone has left for the evening. Okay. I give I give Riz sort of a slight upwards nod, just to yeah. I detect that you detect that I detect that you detect that I detect. <laughs> we're both we're on the same we level here. Odds. We both know there's stuff going on. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You be quiet. You're not allowed to say that. Do not let them know that. That is rude. (laughs) Riz is packing up shop. They just step behind their little wagon, and they kick the bottom, and everything just pops back into it. (laughs) Well, they, they brush their hands together as if they did a very hard day's work. You said drink, yes? I think you've earned one with that performance. All right, horse. You need to park yourself. <laughs> Fine, I will help you. Do you mind if I park horse before we go to tavern? Oh, I, by all means, do what you have to do with your uh, horse there. All right, horse. Stay by fountain over here, yes? I just look like th- this person's crazier than I am. <laughs> so... Just so you have a bit of a benefit of understanding what this all looks like, the Vardo looks a bit like this. So it is a beautifully painted wooden wagon with a little door in the front, uh, a ladder sort of steps coming off the back. It's, It's all done in ornamentation all over it. And if you'd like to make a perception check, I can tell you a bit more about what you see on it. Absolutely. Can I do a perception check on the horse as well to see if there is actually communication going on? Yes, absolutely. Do you want, is that two separate rolls? Yeah, let's do the two separate rolls. The first is for the wagon, the second will be for the horse. Awesome. That is a 19. Okay. Uh, the wagon is covered in ornamentation and like hand painting, like very fine detail work. Uh, so it looks like the wagon is almost like covered in little painted runes. Can I read and- them? Not without getting much closer and spending time on it. Okay, fair enough. And then perception check for Mm -hmm. whatever's going on with this horse. That is a 25. So what you see is a black horse with black mane that is just breathtakingly beautiful. Aww. You see a really beautiful horse that is well taken care of and seems to make noises, like just breathes and stamps its hoof at opportune moments so you're not entirely sure if it's intelligent or not but it definitely seems to be communicating in some way with this crone okay i I keep my distance from the horse because i don't necessarily have uh have the best effect on animals just as i don't have the best effect on villagers come you will stay by this area and if i see you leave no carrots (laughs) but if you are good i will bring you carrot Deal. The horse will stomp its hoof. Deal. And then Riz turns to this half-orc. My name is Rizen. I am a traveler and a fortune teller. 
Let us go have a drink. I, I'm Curla. And I, uh, I, I go with them. And I have to admit, for a moment there, I thought you were offering me the carrot, not the horse. That was <laughs> a little bit... Huh. This went to an interesting place. So do Don't we... Don't worry. Riz is only used to being around their horse, usually. <laughs> I'm getting that sense. <laughs> so uh, how far away is this ta- uh, tavern from, from where we are? Not too terribly far. So the two of you are in the central sort of forum in the middle of town. And... You head a little bit to the east, and along the eastern side of town, there is a tavern called the River Bend. Next to the bend of the river? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. (gasps) So it's not just a clever name. Can I uh, I check to see if we're being followed by any of those those villages? Absolutely. Yeah, give me a perception check. Uh, 24. Okay. So aside from a couple of side eyes, it does not appear like anyone is harboring any sort of anger toward you. It looks like everyone's attention was pretty much stolen by this weird fortune teller traveler. And uh, that's sort of become the talk of the town now. Everyone's talking about like, everyone's discussing their fortunes with each other that you're seeing. like The people that were there are telling people that weren't there. And, you know, the, the two of you make it to the Riverbend Tavern without any real incident. Okay. I, uh, I, I look at Riz and kind of very quietly stammer out I suppose I ought to thank you for stepping in when you're dead. You seem to have taken some of the edge off. I just simply do not enjoy people who are down on their luck getting abused by systems that do not know what powers they are trying to do. But nonetheless, I'm very excited for this drink. <laughs> so can can I do a perception check? Do we, have we entered yet? Uh, not yet. You're outside. Okay. All right, then. Let's, uh, let's get one of those. I absolutely need one at this point. Yes. Thank uh, you again for buying. I appreciate. I hate spending money. But you like making it, don't you? Yes, very much so. It's right. something I need. Right, so the two of you push the door open and enter a fairly standard looking tavern. There's seating stretched around and tall tables with stools. It's kind of dingy. It's not really well lit. The floors are somewhat dirty. And this definitely seems like a place where tired travelers will come in for a drink and a hot meal before heading out. So it's there's not much here in the way of class. I'll put it that way. There's no looking glasses in this tavern, then? Looking glasses? Mirrors. Oh, oh, uh, no. Okay. You don't see any mirrors. Cool, cool, cool. Can I do what's becoming my trademark move and roll a perception check looking for uh, scoping out the quickest exits and the areas that are in most shadow and are going to draw the least attention from anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And is that your intent is to go to the the quietest corner of the place? Uh, are people are people people serving or is it one of these go up to the bar and order and then take your drinks back to your table business? There is one person serving and one person behind the bar. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to want to go to whichever table has the least attention and that's a 34. That is, yeah, 34. All right. So you look around, and it looks like the people in here have more important things on their mind than watching every new person that comes into the room. So no one seems to have noticed you. And yeah, it does appear that there's a nice quiet corner that the two of you can pop over to. Just the one entrance? Yeah, just the one entrance on this side, and then another exit possibly on the other side that goes into a kitchen, you think. Okay. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of uh, outhouses outside. 
just in case you were curious. I wasn't aware that we had to roleplay that particular aspect of our characters. I was just letting you know they exist, that's all. Uh, I, I make my way uh, over to the table. Riz politely right. follows you. Okay, the two of you make it over to the corner of the room and sit down at a quiet table in the corner. Ah, I see you have similar tastes when it comes to places that you need to spend money at. I, uh, I make sure that there is a solid wall behind me so no one can sneak up on me, and uh, I don't quite catch what they've said because I'm too busy. Still scoping out the place, looking very, very nervous. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? You have similar tastes in places to sit, in places you give coin. For someone who likes attention as much as you do, I'm a little surprised to hear that. I'm not working right now. I suppose it's good to have a good work-life balance, isn't it? I... Yes. <laughs> I, I, I do not feel comfortable unless horses around. You're a very literal person, aren't you? Yes. I've I... lived a long life, I think. Y you think? Yes, I imagine I'm around 160-something. You don't know for certain how old you are? I've forgotten some years. So I am not a hundred percent. I am old. What do you want? Well, for a hundred and, what did you say, sixty-five? Something like that. Well, if for what it's worth to you, you don't look a day over a hundred and sixty-four. Ah, that is what I look like to you. I see. I, I beckon for the uh, the server. All right. <clears throat> a server comes over. It's, uh, I would say, a youth of maybe fourteen comes over. Oh, what can I get you all? I turn to Riz. All right, what's your poison, then? Give me hard ale. Pale ale. Ale of some kind. Whatever will knock my socks off by the end of the night. <laughs> uh, sure. And what'll you drink? Uh, I'll have the same, but... Uh, what have you got by way of food that, uh, that you're about ready to throw out? Hmm. You know, meat that might have uh, been left in the sun for a little bit too long, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I'll check in the back. Thank you. And uh, the kid's going to go back over to the bar, relay some information to the barkeep, which, if, you, if you're if you watching, seems to have a familial resemblance. You think it's probably like a father-son thing. Aww. And uh, the kid's going to go in the back room. The father's going to prepare some drinks. The kid's going to come back with what looks like a pouch of some kind. And then we'll pick up the two drinks, bring them back over, set them down on, in, on the table in front of you. They appear to, appear to be some nice bubbly pale ales. And then uh, sets down this pouch in front of you. Uh, yeah, this was, well, it was some some beef that has been sort of laying around for a while. We were thinking of throwing it out, but I asked Pa and he just said to go ahead and give it to you. Oh, well, thank so you. I, it's I on the you house. One. I appreciate that, son. Uh, how much for the drinks? I um, I, I get out some gold from, I guess, my pouch. Okay. Uh, say so what? If I'm looking at this half-orc, does it appear that they're poor? No. No? Okay. That's all I'm worried about, because the food that's been sitting out for too long concerned me that they didn't have enough money. Right, they didn't have enough money to pay for decent food. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So I didn't know if I needed to do a perception check to see. This, well, you can if you'd like. Yeah, go ahead and mm-hmm. make a perception check, and I'll tell you if this person like looks particularly gaunt or anything. Thirty-four. So Foley, would you describe your character as being particularly malnourished? Um, not malnourished, but absolutely very slight and skinny to the point of gaunt. If there weren't a decent layering of, of muscle over there, and they don't carry themselves like uh, a beggar. Um, they, they don't have that energy about them, but yeah, it, if you didn't know better, you might think you might think that they were poor and not to your taste. Child, I apologize. I do not know your your name. Could you give me name, please? I thought I told you. Or it's it's Carla. Not you, darling. Oh, I beg your pardon. I thought you were talking to me. You are still child, but not this child. Yes, oh, darling. It, it's Bailey. Hello, Bailey. And Rizzle pull out a flower from their pocket and hand it to them. I roll my eyes. I have a favor to ask. Uh, How much food are you able to give for whatever amount? Whatever we can take on the road. I will buy. Well, I I mean, there was some mutton that we have that we just got in yesterday. How how well is your father doing with the business? Oh, uh, he looks a little bit taken aback by the question. Uh, well, I mean... Things here, I mean, well, Rascani's never been a prosperous place. How much do you need to make ends meet for the next two months? Uh, I I wouldn't even know. May I talk to your father? If you... Sure, I suppose. Please, lead me to him, Bailey. Did one... And don't worry. (laughs) Can I interject for a sec? Mm -hmm. Sure. Did they accept the gold that I gave them for the, the drinks? Or did they you cut in before that? Yeah, Riz cut in before that and interrupted the transaction. Okay. Um, Riz pulls out a sugar cube for the child, too. This is a treat as well for you. It is yummy and sweet. <laughs> the kid takes it, not sure what it is. I, I chime in. I, I, can, I can pay for my own drinks here, and I did say that I'd be buying this round. You can buy the drinks. I'm going to buy the food. Oh, uh... <laughs> It's four copper. All right, uh, I pull out uh, a silver and just pass it over, as if to demonstrate, hey, I'm, I don't need you to take pity on me. I can cover this. Thank you very much. Okay. And also, Bruce isn't looking at you. <laughs> also, I say to myself, when did this wee business start? This we need food for the road. So Riz is going up to the father and just talking about whether or not <laughs> he's doing well financially. Okay. I see your child is working for you, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we make a good team, I think. Is it too hard on did him? Did he do I a... Want to make... He's did doing he do a... wonderful. I just want to make sure it is not too hard on him. Working at such an early age is very rough on youth. I want to make sure he is well. He takes the afternoons off. Riz just the... takes his hand and puts a gold piece in it, just wraps his hand and starts walking away. That is for everything. <laughs> just waves and goes back to the seat. Alright. Well, I think we will have lovely meal tonight. I I just give them a, a, a rather disdainful look. Uh, I was a tad bit ostentatious, don't you think? I believe children deserve the best. Oh, is that what you had growing up then? Hmm. <laughs> Riz looks embarrassed for a moment. Uh, I simply believe that children are the future, 
in the best we can treat children and teach them that giving gives better lives, the better they will be when they grow up. My uh, my glower softens for a moment, and I, I pick up the, the ale. All right, sir, I'll drink to that then. Riz holds out their mug. I clink. Clonk. Riz will chug that thing like a motherfucker. You ain't <laughs> never seen an old person that you're looking at drink like this. <laughs> can I uh, can I do a perception check to sniff that the contents of that bag, just out of curiosity? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. That is a 30. So you can definitely pick up the pungent scent of meat that has turned. So it is, while not life-threatening, it is definitely enough that you think it would probably give someone a stomachache if they ate it. All right. Um, I I grab a piece of it and not, I don't even offer it to, to Riz. I just reach in, grab a hunk and eat it. As if I'm doing the most normal thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Riz, you don't even need to make a perception check. You can very plainly smell this. Riz distinctly just plugs their nose in front of you. <laughs> this is a studied sort of nonchalance as I as I go to town on this rotting meat. So, you are a traveler, yes? Aye, that's, uh, that's about the long and short of it. Hmm. I say that you're one as well, and quite a well-hailed one. Not from here. No? Whereabouts, then, if I may ask? All over the world. That covers a lot of territory. Yes. This one is very old, but very new to me. I have never been to such a young-acting old world. I'm sorry, did you say world? Yes, you... Right. This one is new-ish in a weird way. Uh, do not worry. It is perhaps too much for you. Some people understand it and some people do not. I cannot fault them at that. I'm... I just look slightly lost and like I'm trying to decide whether or not to follow up on this. I'd take a sip of the ale instead. The ale's pretty good. That's good ale. <laughs> Not one for my fortitude save for the alcohol, by the way. Nice. All right. Ooh. You feel you feel pretty good from that. Riz you, looks happy. Yeah, you knock down that first one, and you feel pretty good. At what point do I need to to uh, do one? Every one? time, every the way we house rule uh, alcohol is every drink you have. So that would be like a shot of al- a shot of hard whiskey or like al- hard liquor, uh, a glass of wine, or a mug of ale okay. would be one fortitude save. I'm working my way through mine slowly. Okay, so yeah, when you finish just down that shit. <laughs> yeah, so when you finish your first drink, if you want to just toss out a fortitude save, we can see how much it affects you. Gotcha. So Riz is particularly uh, affected by that. So that that was enough to get Riz pretty tipsy, or at least tipsy. Well, you are traveler. <laughs> do you, I I think we may have covered this already, but we do want to just step back for a moment and and go back to that that world business. Hmm. Can yes, I, um, what do you want to know about the other worlds? I have been to so many. This would be kind of surprising to me, right, Beardy? Yeah, this is nonsense. This is nonsense, <laughs> okay. Can I do a, a... Hmm. How would I wheedle information out? Would that be a diplomacy role? Yes. Or... Yeah. yeah, I'd say that. Okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I do want to do, do a sense motive, because I do want to get a sense of whether or not you're just BSing me. But Sure. 
Go for it. That is a 28. They're completely telling the truth. I they can... might also be very drunk, tipsy at least. So the truth as far as you believe it to be true in your inebriated mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. I can live with that. Uh, I finish my drink and I'm still kind of trying to figure out how much I care about this this crazy old person's story. Uh, and I better roll fortitude then. That's a 14. Nice. Okay. You feel uh, a little bit warm after that, for sure. Riz leans back in their chair and looks back to see if the kitchen's getting worked on with any food. So I should have asked before, what uh, what pronouns do you use? And it was Riz, yeah. it was Risen, right? Yes, Riz or Risen. It is whatever is easier for your pronunciation. I've been to so many places, it is very hard to say it sometimes, even for me. So it's uh, it's Riz to your friends, is it? <laughs> well, sure. if, if it is, I'll be calling you Risen. Whatever you care for. Right. But uh, sorry, your, your pronouns, you said? They, them. They, them, right. Well, same, it so that'll be, best that'll be easy to, to remember. It's the same hair. Hmm. Good to know. I usually just default for that anyways. I'm never quite sure what people see. I gesture for a, a, another brew, because if this is going to be the tenor of the conversation with all this talk <laughs> of other worlds, I'm clearly not drunk enough yet. All right. So Bailey will swish back over and set down a platter of mutton Thank in the back. Thank you, darling. Uh, it appears to be uh, a spiced mutton. It has like a gravy poured over mo- much of it. And uh, there's also a couple more ales. I stick to my rotting beef. Did you try the sugar cube, darling? <laughs> Riz is just talking to Bailey. I, I uh, know, but it's still great. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, I did. What do I look like to you, darling? Uh, I don't understand the question. You... You don't worry about it. Do you have? Do you know where a good place to get carrots in this area would be? What, you're well, going to give him a carrot next? He's not a horse, he's a human being, for crying out loud. Riz just raises their eyebrow at you. Did, it is did, for my horse. Did you want some carrots? We, we've got some in the back. Fresh from oh, the farm. Oh, loves... Oh, my goodness. You're so wonderful. Yes, yes. Here, here. Uh, silver coin? Yes, for that? Uh, the currency is so different here. <laughs> Bailey will happily take a silver coin from you. Riz will hand it to him. All right. That one is just for you, okay? You use it to buy things for self. <laughs> he says, thanks, mister, and then bounces off into the back to get you some carrots. Riz is smiling and leaning back in chair. I want to swig the rest of my, my brew, because I'm getting more and more concerned about the the mental stability of my, my friend here. That's a 21. Okay, you take that drink fairly well. All right, I look at uh, at Riz and just all right, out with it, because I don't ha- I don't have a clue what you're on about here with this other world business, but you seem to be telling the truth as far as I can tell, and that's that does oh, not yes. that does not make much sense. So, is it just the 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 aisle getting to you, or are you totally crazy, or what's just what's going on with you? What's your story? I gotta know. So for a moment. Riz straightens up, and you see a very piercing gaze at you, as if they're calculating what you're saying. I do not think you understand. This world has been cut off from the other worlds for a long time. 
As far as I have travelled, it has not existed. What other worlds are you on about? No, you're right, I don't understand because you're not explaining yourself. The universe. It is made up of multiple worlds. It is not your fault that this one has been closed off. But I am new here. Oh, oh, you're right. Let's let's say I believe you. All right. What are you going to do about it? I mean, are you here by choice or or what? I am looking for a coin. All right. Let let me see if I've got this right. You you travel between different worlds. Yes. Looking for money. Mm-hmm. That's your sole motivator there. Yes. Oh, God's preserve I have to me. Do this. Right. Well, I suppose that's. Uh, Admirable in its directness, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very direct and literal person. Oh yeah, Open believe book, me. Yes. Believe me, I've noticed that. For a crying out loud. Then what is your problem, darling? Well, I've, as I said, you're the most charlatan-esque real person that I've come across lately. You're either mm-hmm. the sanest crazy person or the craziest sane person. It's very hard to tell with you. Would you like to find out? I mean, it depends what you're offering there. I look rather confused and, and not quite sure where they're going with that. You peer down on your luck socially. Oh, I? Do I know? You might you might want to mind your own business about that. Looks can be deceiving, don't you think? Raising your voice is not necessary. Oh, I... Ap- apologies, I suppose. You did not know better. I forgive you. You see, I noticed that people here do not like half-orcs. I assume it's not just this village based on how used to it you seem. I gesture for another ale. Uh, aye, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's one way of putting it. That's, yeah, that's, that's about, that's about the size of it. I have known for people to see what they want to see in people. This is not always good. This is not exactly how you see yourself, or maybe it is. It depends on how malleable the person's mind is. However, I believe if you wanted some aid in the ways of people, you could come with me. What, on your magical quest between worlds for money? No, I'm staying in this world for a while. I feel like I must, but I am not sure why. So I am here. Look like I'm considering the invitation. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I've kind of run out of ideas to, of where to go next for my own uh, magical journey between worlds, if we want to call it that. <laughs> you so, are drunk? No, I'll... Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll stick with you for a little while. It could Good. be it could be fun, I suppose. That's all about all that's left to me. Riz pushes the plate of mutton towards you. Now eat up. I'm, I'm good with what I've got. Thank you very much. I, I take another large portion of... No, I deliberately look for the most pungent, rotting piece of meat and, and take a, a large bite of that. Is that more your flavor? Again, that's one way of putting it, yeah. All right. This meat is salted enough so it should last a while. However, I will give you any rotted pieces after it goes bad. <laughs> Much obliged. I I must say you're the one... I try and play it off a little bit, but you're the first person I've ever met who's actually not made a big deal of it. Why should I care? <laughs> well, people tend to, but, you know, people care about all sorts of strange things. You you would have seen a bit of that when you came into town. Riz shrugs. I've seen people of every look, shape, and color. 
I don't particularly care unless someone is being harmed in some way. I give you a, a, a an appraising look, uh, as if my opinion of you might be improving. I'd say it is. I look I look secret. moved by that last sentiment. <laughs> but this is secret, and Riz will wink at you and then chomp on to a part of the mutton, not really caring if they're messy or not. I, for the first time, I, I crack a small smile, which looks a little bit alien to my, my features, but it's not a bad look. So do you respect your elders? There's a smirk on Riz's face. I'm not sure I know where you're going with that. Hmm. You treat me very old. Not just my age. You said I looked a little hundred-ish. Yes? It's my sense of humor. I was, uh, I was poking a bit of fun at you. No, I'm just trying to figure out if what you see is what you like or what you hate. Another chomp on the meat. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's a little bit soon, too soon to tell. I'll let you know as soon as I figure it out. All right, sounds good. So far, I'll say that I've got a better f- opinion of you than the rest of the people I've encountered in this town. Although that's not a high bar. That is true. Do not worry. They are down on their luck. They do not know better and are unfamiliar to outside forces. Oh yeah. Down on their luck and the smile drops. They have absolutely no concept of what it's like to be down on your luck. Everyone's concept will be different, darling. The point is to help those you see who need help. (sighs) I will. I'll drink to that as well, although... I look around, not quite certain if that third ale ever arrived. Clearly the first two are doing their job. I assume they have. <laughs> Another nat one for my fortitude. Seven! <laughs> oh boy. Okay, well you are definitely feeling it now. I'll uh, I'll roll my third as well. Oh, 22. What the? <laughs> What's going on? Curla, you are handling your alcohol quite well. However, this crone that's with you is not. I'm skeletal and I can hold my booze. That's, I love it. Don't I look like an old crone to you? <laughs> you look like a, a very, a very drunk old crone. Exactly. That's probably why I'm drunk. <laughs> Good lord! You might want to go. You might want to go a little bit easy on those, especially at your oh, age. Do not worry. That is my last one. I would my hope age. so. <laughs> uh, the number of times are... that horse must have carried you home when you're in your cups—that's. I shudder to even think. There's a somber look on this drunk person's face. Do not mention horse. Horse does enough. But do not tell horse. It will go to head. Bah. It is so fucking stupid. God, it does not even... <laughs> and of course they're going on a fucking drunk rampage about this horse. It doesn't even know where to go when I ask it to anymore. It just, it just stands there. And it doesn't even listen. <laughs> I make a, a motion at the, the server, sort of a, a chopping motion at my neck as if to say, no more, no more booze, we're done. Uh, and I, I, as I kind of nod along to this this tirade about the horse. <laughs> the unnamed horse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse. It is, it is spread so beautifully and it does not listen. <laughs> I... I just very awkwardly reach out and, and try and sort of give you a reassuring pat. Like, okay, this is just surreal. Am I am I dreaming right now? Or is this actually happening? 
They flinch when you touch them, but they're too drunk to fully react. Mm. <laughs> this has uh, gone to an interesting place, hasn't it? What, the drunkenness? I am still waiting on carrots. Oh, I... Well, <laughs> Riz just starts looking around when those, expectantly. When those carrots uh, get here, you might want to... We might want to think about getting you to bed. Yes. I mean, getting you into bed. I mean, uh, you, you're getting some sleep. Don't worry. There is another bed for you, too. Oh, thank... Thank gods for that. You are my ward now, and I will protect you. I, I beg... They, you're a ward? <laughs> I beg your pardon? Their head knocks back to the back of the chair. Kind of looks like they slammed it enough to crack their head slightly, or at least give themselves a bruise. <clears throat> I, that does wake up, Cole. Oh! <laughs> I just raise my hand in the air and go, Alright, can a uh, uh, check, please? Alright. Sorry, so... couldn't resist. Had to. <laughs> Nice, nice title oh, job. Nice name, title job. Name. Okay, so at that point, Bailey is going to come over from the back with a bag of carrots and explain that this is all the carrots they had. And that is uh, good enough. Pa said to give you everything that that you asked for. So <laughs> that is very that. sweet of your paw. Now you are going to use that money for fun, yes? Mm-hmm. Just like you said, sir. Good. I am glad. And they're bobbing their head because they're obviously drunk. So, you let your pa take care of you in this business, and you take care of yourself, yes? And do not forget to do well to others, just as I have to you. Yes, sir. Good. I will be going now. Thank you very much for all of your assistance, and I hope you have a wonderful life. So, he will give you the bag of carrots, and I'm going to go ahead and deduct one silver piece from... Well, who's paying for the mutton? Uh, I paid one gold to the guy just for everything. Okay, okay, in that case, yeah, you're paid up. Okay. And I think I... I'll leave another silver, because I think with the drinks for both of us, if I was getting all the rounds, that would have taken me okay. to, to 12 copper. Cool. So, yeah, i leave another silver okay. just as a tip, and to cover any more rounds. Okay. All right, so I've adjusted that. Thank you. All right, so the, the two of you are paid up, and it is... I would say it's mid-evening. You spend a good chunk of the day there. Does this frail crone look like they need a hand getting back to their their their? I'm holding wagon? a bag of carrots and a mutton. <laughs> yeah, holding some mutton and a bag of carrots and moving around, sort of wobbly but not infirm. Oh, I grab my uh, my wonderful rotten beef and stash that somewhere if that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I stick close to to Riz, in, uh, ready to ready to catch. Uh, catch them if they look like they're going to fall, but also looking like I want to be literally anywhere else in the world, but here with this this drunk, crazy person who loves their horse <laughs> and hates their horse. <laughs> so the two of you make it out of the river bend and back over to the wagon in the, in the center of town. And the horse has uh, wound itself around a pole and is sort of stuck. There's just a flat expression while looking at the horse. <sighs> oh, goodness. Did I just say to just stay where you were? Why do you never listen? It looks at you expectantly. No, you do not get the carrot after that. <laughs> oh, yourself. <laughs> I say under my breath, well, maybe it never listens because it's a horse, you crazy old bent. Listen, you will get carrots tomorrow if you're good, but today you were bad. 
You do, do not backtalk me. <laughs> he claps a hoof on the ground. That is more like it. Again, <laughs> carrots tomorrow, okay? We have a new residence, by the way. You better treat them with respect. At least more so than me. But do not let them touch you. I, I... The horse blankly stares at Riz. That's it. That's all it does. It doesn't look at the new person. It just blankly stares at Riz. I try to avoid making any eye contact with this horse anyway, just because, yeah, animals and I are not usually friends. So are we we getting into the, the, the cart? Oh, yeah. I'm just finding the right spell. My god, what are you doing to that poor horse? Hasn't it suffered enough? So Riz goes over to the side of the wagon and presses their hand on it and murmurs something and they're going to cast Vargo Vargon mm-hmm. alright room is ready and they open the back door to it okay would you like to describe the interior so inside appears to be far larger than it is on the outside <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> there are plenty of spaces there's an entire kitchen there's pans hanging up from the ceiling however it's Completely disarrayed, however, there's plenty of space, several rooms, a kitchen, a living room, and plenty of weird boxes all over the place. If there's a Dalek as well, I'm out, because this has just I... got silly. Nope. I'm <laughs> bigger on the inside, it's it's all good. <laughs> I My jaw drops at the sight of this. Is there an issue? Would I have seen any magic like this before? You might have seen, like, extra-dimensional pockets, things like that. Nothing on this scale. This appears to be a very well-maintained extra-dimensional space. Right. Well, Make a that's... spellcraft check, and I can let you know if you know anything else about this. Thank I can you. identify the spell. Marvelous. Spellcraft. That is a 23. Yeah, you recognize this. This is similar to a spell called Rope Trick, but... It appears to, instead of affect a animated rope, it affects a Vargo. All so, right, well, I'm I'm officially impressed. That's not something you see every day. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying? Uh, no, I think that was the oh, end of Beardy's yeah, statement. Yeah, you're fine. Riz just smiles at you. Uh, take the meat and the carrots into kitchen. Horse does not get. I need to untie this asshole. <laughs> And then I will get in cart with you. I, okay? uh, I I do as I'm bidden in the absence of any options that are more sane. I take the, so uh, Riz... the carrots and the meat in. And go inside the very large interior of the, <laughs> the Varka. Mm-hmm. Right. It is bigger in the inside. Whew. It will be right there. And Riz walks around and just shakes their head at their horse as they're untangling it. <laughs> It I just, do not even know. It just blinks at you. Gods, what have you gotten me into? Can I do a can I do a stealth or would it be a sleight of hand? It would be a sleight of hand. Can I do a sleight of hand check on for something real quick? Sure. What do you have in mind? Um pinching one of the carrots because maybe I really want to get the horse on my side because there's a part of me desperate for the affection of an animal. <laughs> Okay, you uh, you take one of the carrots out of the bag and hide it on your person. Sleight of hand skill check, or uh, I that... think that Riz is nowhere nearby. So okay. yeah, I'm not I'm not in the 
Yeah, cards, you're out of so. you're out of eye shots, so you can do that with impunity. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lifetime of animals running away at the sight of you, and this one hasn't. Maybe I want to bribe it. So after Riz is done untangling the horse, they give it a stern talking to. <laughs> and they get inside the Vargo, close the door behind them. I, I cannot and... emphasize enough the fact that it is just completely uh, oblivious to you <laughs> as you as you yell at it. It just stands there and blinks. <laughs> so Riz gets inside, closes the door. There's a million latches they're going over. I'm sorry, why did you even need someone new to join the podcast when he could have just got the horse? (laughs) (laughs) Do not worry about that. (laughs) Riz cracks several of their body parts and turns inside to look at you. Well, that bed over there is mine. It seems to have like a window seat-esque kind of bed. Any of the others are there for your choosing. How many, uh, how many are there? Three others. Uh, in terms of the layout, is there one that's closer to the door than yours is? Like, is there yeah. a way of putting myself between you yeah, and the th- door? Yeah, there's one a bit closer. Okay. Yeah. So I, I take the one that offers me the best chance to make a hasty exit. Even though I no, I saw all of the latches going and, yeah. Still, yeah. lifetime of habit. Um. All right, well, thank you for that. I, I do appreciate the hospitality. It's I don't see very much of it, so just sit on their bed that seems to be a window to the front of the cart so they can look at their horse (laughs) from inside. (laughs) And they just have their elbow propped on the sill and their chin propped on their fist and they're looking outside. And they're going to use the spell keep watch, Beardy. Okay. I I cross over to the bed and I, I arrange myself on it and I guess close my eyes, but I'm not sure how much sleep I'm likely to get, and I definitely have one eye still on this uh, this crazy horse whisperer. So, what does the interior of your Vardo smell like? I'm curious. Hay. <laughs> it smells like hay. Okay. It smells kind of like a farm hmm. without the poop. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, I don't know. I can't smell farm poop as easily as other people. Uh, I mostly smell hay. When yeah. I pass farms, and I enjoy that smell, so that's why <laughs> it smells like farm. Is it gonna smell like uh, rotten meat by morning, or is who that... knows? There's a lot of fucking hay in here. Oh. <laughs> is that it, what the mattresses the, the are stuffed just has with? Like, or? The kitchen has like a huge like bale next to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you mind if I ask you something? Mm, what is it, darling? Well, you said you're you're a hundred and sixty odd. Just how old is that horse of yours? Mm, how old do horses normally live? Around their 20s. Uh, it is young still. I believe it is nine years old now. Right. Or is it ten? At this point, I'd have believed you if you'd said it was 250, so... No, not this one. <laughs> not not this one, right. Not, not... No, my first horse was much better than this one. Oh, goodness. Listen to everything I said. Right. Even without me saying it. And what, it also had eight legs, eh? No, but that would have been interesting. <sighs> I guess, are we in for the night? Yes, we are. Awesome. All right. Well, in that case, the two of you spend the rest of your evenings sleeping or keeping watch, however you wanted to handle that. Mm-hmm. And the night will pass, and... 
The next morning will come, the sun comes up, as it typically does, and uh, Curla will wake up and notice that Riz is still sitting in the kind of the same position, propped up, looking out the window. Did you not sleep at all last night? I do not need to. That explains quite a bit about your, uh, uh, let's just say your personality. I have spent many lives in different towns. I wanted to make sure this odd-looking caravan did not enact strangers to light it on fire. Fire would have been bad, yeah. Good, that was a good call, I have to admit. People do not like the strange very often, so... No, that's... that's uh, you're quite right about that one. I'm still kind of blinking the sleep from my eyes and trying to work out what's up with this... This non-sleeping, horse-whispering, 165-year-old house-on-wheels-bigger-on-the-inside-than-the-outside business. This is... this is a lot for me to, to wrap my head around. Well... And Riz just gets up and you hear all of their bones crack as they get out of this position they've stayed in the entire night. <laughs> Ow! Alright. We are on to next town. This one was enough for starters for this world, but we go to the next. I won't be sorry to see the hind end of this place, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I believe you would want to get out of cart soon. We only have so much time before it gets small again. Before it does so, what now? Get small again. And Riz is just picking up a carrot from the kitchen. Right. Uh, I, I... Puts a f- apple in their own mouth and just turns to you while still just having an apple in their mouth, not even holding it with their hands. So. <laughs> I, uh, I make a beeline for the, uh, the, the door, which uh, you did latch that pretty well, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, that'll take you a couple of minutes. <laughs> okay. Should I even bother or should I... Is it is it something I can unlatch, or is that going to be on you to... Riz flicks their finger towards it, and it just opens with a spell, which is open. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> I, I hasten outside as casually as one can when they're concerned they're about to be crushed. Riz grabs another apple and then heads out of the door, closes it, just taps it as if they're dismissing something. And then they stride on over to you. Well, you can get up in front seat. Rizzle pat the side that's big enough for at least two people to ride in. I, I clamber up onto it very uncertainly, still looking around in case there uh, there's anyone still harboring any ill intent towards me or the horse. Riz is going to wait until your eyes lock with theirs. Uh, I, I, I look back at Riz then. They toss you up an apple. Uh, I, I, I catch it and look quizzically at it. It is breakfast. Do you not eat breakfast at all? Well, usually it's more of the same from last night, but I'll... Uh, I thank you for it, and I, I, I sniff... Riz takes out a small little package of some of the meat you took as well. You can also have this for breakfast. I just want you to keep your strength up. I, I take the package, not quite understanding how you, you grabbed it, but impressed that you did and grateful for it. I thank you for that, and I, I, I take a bite of the apple. It's, I gotta say, it's a good apple. <laughs> Tastes a little bit of straw, but it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's at least the sense on everything. <laughs> Riz walks in front of the horse. 
I am proud of you for not doing anything all night. <laughs> Here is carrot. <laughs> and Riz hands the horse a carrot. Oh, goodness. What hands it to up the hoof for? The mouth. Okay. So, so the horse is going to blink twice, look at the carrot, look at you, and then just start gnawing on it. Oh. There you go. Bless. And for a moment, they look up as if you're not supposed to see this, but they look back at the ho- horse and start petting its mane and scratching under its chin. I, I very carefully look anywhere but where that's happening. <laughs> and then once the horse is satisfied, Riz will hop up onto the other side of the seat and just look at you. Well, are you ready? Aye, let's, uh, let's get this... This, uh, this dog and pony show on the road, eh? On then. And Riz will, uh, yaw on the reins, hoping to the gods that the horse will move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, energized with a carrot, the horse is going to, you know, get the, the signal to move. It's going to lift its head, look around for a moment, and then start walking. There's a sigh of relief that you hear from Riz. <laughs> so, uh, so does that horse of yours have a name, or is it simply just horse? It is just the horse. Just the horse. Horse. Yes. Right. Do not touch it. I, 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 you made that point quite clear last night. You might not remember. You were, you were in your cups. Oh no, I remember everything, for the most part. I suddenly go very, very still and very, very quiet. Right. Yeah. Remembering everything that, uh, yeah, I just trail off. Yeah. <sighs> and I take a bite of apple. I believe I was, I'm supposed to be here for a reason, and I believe I came across you for a reason. <laughs> so, I will take you where the wind takes us, and we will help those who are in need. But do not tell them I am helping them. I see what you did there with that little pun there. That was that was quite sly. And all right, I'll uh, I'll make sure not to mention it. Good. I do not need people thinking I am good. That would be ridiculous. Well, what are you then if you're not good? I simply want things to go along the path that they deserve. Oi. Oh. Some means need to be taken for that sometimes, good or bad. So I do not wish to be called good when I have to take means that are not sometimes. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from there. If, yes. if nothing else, we can make sure that everyone gets what's coming to them in the end, good or bad. Yes. It is a good way to look at things. Towards the future, we go. Alright, so your wagon picks up speed and you roll south out of the town on to another place. And that is where we will fade out. Yay! Woo! Oh, it was so fun! That was fun! Yeah. I, oh. I, I really enjoyed that.
Thanks for listening. Special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes. And as always, Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>